0: We caught back up with Jen today, who was uh, on with us a a couple months ago, six weeks ago, Mm -hmm. because uh, the whole prenup situation with her fiancé and her dad and everything else. So we
1: got to find out how she's doing. Yeah, we'll play the first part back, too, in case you're kind of lost. uh, Okay. You know, lost ball in tall weeds. (laughs) Misconnections, 4th of July throwback. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And a trash flash
0: from right here in the good old Midwest. Yes, and I thought maybe it's just me was interesting today. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Uh, You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Time sure flies because it was about a month ago that we had Jen on the phone who was possibly about to get engaged. And there was, they are running into some financial problems, our financial disputes.
1: Yeah, with uh, Dad wanting to take a little bit of a say in it. Well, what we'll do
0: is we'll let her explain it because this, we'll play her original call from back in the beginning of July when we talked to her. We'll let her explain everything that was going on. And then we're going to get an update from Jen because she said she wanted to come back on the show and tell us what was going on. But here's her original call that we had with her.
2: Uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for about two and a half years. Um, you know things are going really well, and I'm we're, we've kind of talked about it. You know, and and I'm pretty sure that he is ready to pop the question. Ooh. And uh, I know. So you know, like I said, I love him. He's wonderful. Um, but my dad is very old school. He wants me to be taken care of and all that fun stuff. Um, and my so, I guess my boyfriend is. Uh, he's an aspiring artist, so he doesn't have a lot of money and I have a really good job. And so, you know, my dad is worried about that and I don't want to, I don't want to say that my boyfriend is a bum, but he's kind of like a bum, but you know, I love him it's, you know, it's, <laughs> and it's fine and I'm totally fine with it. Uh, but my dad wants me to sign a prenup, um, uh, because he wants me to be, you know, again, taken care of. And I'm, I, I'm just wondering, you know, it, do I respect my dad's wishes? And and is that normal? Is that something that people that aren't Hollywood stars do? You know.
1: <laughs> well, so he's heavy, but we're talking. He hasn't even popped the question yet. No,
0: no, okay. not yet. And your dad's worried about you getting taken to the cleaners if you guys do. Okay, all right. Well, I can see the dad side of this now. How did you meet this dude who you who you called a bum? <laughs>
2: Uh, we, we actually met at a concert. Um, it was, uh, it was, he was, he was opening, um, for just a a band that was coming through town. And so he and his band were playing and, and we met after the concert and just kind of instantly fell for each other.
0: Okay. Play an instrument or be funny and the women will always fall for you. (laughs) 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 Well, okay. When you say he's an aspiring musician, does he make any money at all doing what he does?
2: Uh, I mean, a little, but it's it's really not much. I mean, they primarily just play around town, so.
1: Okay. <laughs> now, does he have a straight job? Yeah.
2: He
0: dog walks. Hey, a dog? Oh, he dog walks. Yeah, he's, he's a dog walker. <laughs> how old is this guy? He's 32. Whoa. Okay. okay. And <laughs> have... Sorry, sorry. I was just a little shocked by that age.
1: <laughs> may I ask how old you are? I'm 30. Okay. okay. Now, do you guys live together currently? Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Boy, at 32, I would have given up the dream if I wasn't putting food on
1: the table. <laughs> She's still on the line, Kelly. <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. I'm just saying. All right. But listen. But you love the guy, right? I do. I really do. Yeah. Now, he's a really good guy. You said you have a good job. Is it enough to support two people?
1: Obviously.
2: It. Yeah. <laughs> I, as of now, yes. Uh, if, you know, farther down the line, obviously uh, not anytime soon, but if we have, you know, a baby or something, then we may have to revisit that. Can,
0: can I give you a tale of hope? Sure. My old sales manager at the last uh, building I worked in, the last building I worked radio in, she was the sales manager, so she was making really good money. Okay. And her husband was an aspiring painter, not like house painter, but artiste, Ooh. if you will. Now wow. she told me that one year he only made twelve thousand dollars with his art, and she said, "I he's either got to start bringing some money, or it's time to give up the dream." Mm-hmm. Well, he now makes about one hundred and fifty grand a year painting pictures. Get the hell out of here! No, absolutely, I, oh I want to buy some of his art. It's really good. Get the hell out of hey, here! Hey, man, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help <laughs> Jen out here with some hope for the future. So, Jen, he may end up making a decent living one day if he keeps plugging away at it. Right. Yeah. Is, and I I
2: believe in him. I mean, he's really great. So, yeah, I'm I'm willing to support him and and, you know, just be there for him. So,
0: would you put a time limit on him like, "Hey, listen, guy, if you don't have it kicking by 35, it's time to get a 9 to
2: 5." I I think if once we start talking about having children, then that's that's the time to to possibly do that
0: (laughs) okay might want to have that conversation before
1: but hey Hey, whoa what are you doing
0: (laughs) it's not for us no it's not okay well Jen you've given us a good amount of information here so I guess to boil it back to where we were are you asking is it wrong for him to sign a prenup are you asking should you even ask that
2: I guess, should I even ask that? Because I know it's not my idea, it's my dad's. And so, you know, I, I don't generally go against my dad. But, it, like, is it is it weird to even ask, you know? Because it's not my wishes.
1: Okay. How do you think uh, Tommy uh, Couch Surfer here will deal with <laughs> if you did throw out, hey, I want to get a prenup?
2: I don't know. I, I mean, I think that, I, we would definitely have a conversation about it, but I think it would hurt his feelings, and I yeah. I don't want to do that because, you know, I love him.
0: Do you think he would try and take you to the cleaners if you guys did split?
2: I don't think he would. I really don't.
0: All right. All right we got a lot. A, we already got good texts coming in. Yeah, here. so here's what we're going to do, Jen. We're going to put you on hold, okay? You'll be able to hear all the calls. This all right, we can kill it right there. So that was the original call that Jen had with us right. uh, for our, Am I Wrong?, Uh, She said that she's got a life update for us and wants to join us again. So stick around. We're going to get Jen back on the phone and find out what's going on with her now. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Jen a few months ago, she had an issue because um, she makes a lot of money. The guy that she thought was possibly going to propose to her doesn't really make any money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were kind of having a discussion about a prenup before he even popped the question. So it wasn't even for sure if he was going to or not yet. But Jen reached out and said she wanted to be back on the show because she had some big news. So, Jen, welcome back.
2: Thanks. How's it going?
0: Good. How's it going for you?
2: It's actually going great. Okay. (laughs) So I'm engaged.
1: Hey, congrats. (laughs) To to that guy?
2: (laughs) Yeah, to that guy. And I also, uh, I did bring up the prenup. It was actually before we got engaged. Um, And I said, you know, my dad is just really worried. You know that he worries about me all the time. I'm an only child. So uh, he's very protective. And uh, I brought up the prenup and, um, you know, Stephen was like, you know what? I totally get it. I understand. I'm not going to leave you. Like, I don't see anything happening. So if your dad wants me to sign it, I I respect that. and, And
0: I will. Wow. I like this guy. Nice. That's a great response. Yeah. Everything's just a go now for, for you guys getting married. There's no hiccups anymore.
2: Right. Did you, did you bring up, I'm super excited. Did
0: did you bring up about, Hey, if you're not on and popping by 35, it's time to maybe get a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that
2: I haven't brought up. <laughs> okay, I'm a little more lenient on that one, I guess.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's Kelly's rule. Don't let his rule be your rule. <laughs> yeah, I'm not- a dream killer. <laughs> I ask, how does your dad handling everything?
2: Oh, he's great. He he still, you know, he doesn't say it to Steven, but he definitely says, well, has he found has he found a real job yet?
1: <laughs> a real job. No, Dad is fine. <laughs>
2: well,
1: hey, all's well that ends well, right? Mm-hmm.
2: That's right, yeah. And they they get along really well, so, Uh, yeah, especially after the prenup, I feel like my dad feels a little better about it, so.
0: All right. Man. Well, this is what I call a happy ending, Wood. I don't know about you. No doubt. Well, Jen, congratulations. (laughs) We're so happy for you that everything is working out, and uh, best of luck in the future.
2: Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys.
0: We actually have someone sitting on hold right now who recently got engaged, and what do you think? Would you have your fiancé sign a prenup? Oh! kind of depends on the circumstances surrounding why they would want
3: a prenup Mm like what like why my fiance would want one i would consider it but i personally don't see a reason for it unless there's a circumstance like you know coming into a lot of money or there's you know like like there's something that you're bringing into a marriage that you really don't that you you earned or you bought
1: yourself that's something big i get that now yeah. if your are if your fiance just came with to you and said hey i think none of that but he just says i want to get a uh a prenup would you say hey hold up a second i don't know if i want to get married like is it that big of a deal no i say that we need to talk about it okay.
0: okay that's fair yeah absolutely how dare you be level-headed we want anger <laughs> Well, thank you for the level-headed call. Wood, we got someone uh, sitting on hold right now who says that her boyfriend was kind of in the same way of being kind of a bum before they got married. Is is and- my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but she says things turned out good for her. All right, let's get her on the phone next. Kelly and Wood. Jen was just on with us to give us a little life update because we talked to her a while ago. She was kind of dating a guy who most would consider a bum. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thought he was going to pop the question. Her dad wanted the guy to sign a prenup because Jen makes good money. Does well for herself. This guy does not, and he was just trying to protect his daughter. Well, Jen is now engaged, and the guy said if he wants her to sign a a prenup, she'll do it. He'll do it. Good Lord, Kelly.
1: A lot of texts rolling in, uh, like Amanda saying, congratulations, Jen. A lot of people very happy for Jen and everything. Others saying if I got asked for a prenup, it's absolutely 100% off. Huh. You either trust me or you don't. Another one, I'd be fine with it. After all, if it's real love, you're never going to need it anyways. Right. Which is true. Also, how about this one? I'm going to leave names out of this one here. Okay. My husband was a bum. I thought he would turn it around after we got married. After all, throw a little bit of life at him. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He stayed a bum and I ended up having to divorce him down the road. Well, hey, th- this is good then. Because mm-hmm. we have someone sitting
0: on hold who says that the exact opposite happened to her. Okay. So what was going on with you?
3: And listen, I believe in getting the prenups. I feel like it's healthy. I think there's a healthy way to do it. It's not disrespectful or whatever. But in this relationship, I didn't felt like I didn't feel like it was necessary. And I believed in him. And he was like, I guess, considered whatever you want to say, a bum in the beginning, in our relationship, my, my family didn't like them, like, and I knew that he was going to be successful, I just knew, and then you know what, I, the, it it switched, he was successful, so thank God, I, you know, there was no prenup, like, it's all, even it's all fair, but I still feel like you never know like how a breakup ends, so you want to be, you want to take care of yourself, but I don't feel like it's necessary, and I feel like you should believe in people, and all those things. So, I don't know. It depends. If you feel in your gut you don't need it, I would say don't do it. There's a chance you absolutely don't need it.
0: So, did your family kind of think so you're married now to this guy that everyone thought was kind of a bum? Yeah.
3: Yes, and he has his own money and I have my own money and it's fantastic.
0: So, when you married him though, he didn't have a whole lot going for him.
3: No. No, we were young. We had nothing. I, you know, I was more like more ahead in my career, but I knew that he was going to get there. And he did.
0: Man, that's a, that's a woman who believes in her man right there. How about that? I wonder what that feels like.
3: <laughs> obviously, I know that there's scenarios. I don't know this person, so I don't know what they're like. But there's obviously scenarios where people are going to take advantage of each other. Yeah. But that's something you have to trust and something you have to know. And, you know, it's fewer mistakes to to be had.
0: So let me, what, is, what does the guy do for a living then, if I can ask? Oh.
3: Well, I'm just. Finance. Okay. He was still in school. He didn't know what direction, you know, like he really, he was in a band when we were dating and like, you know, rock and roll, like rock and roll. you know, we didn't know what we wanted.
0: Some people just take longer. Like I, I took forever to figure out I, when I got out of school, I was an HVAC. I was never a bum, but I was an HVAC. Then I became a nightclub DJ yeah. for God's sakes. That, you know, it just takes people sometimes a little bit longer to find their path mm-hmm. to follow their arrow, if yeah. you will.
3: But I think it's important to know that your partner has a path. Like, if that person doesn't, then I would be a little worried. I'd be like, okay, where your what's your goal? Like, you just want to mooch? Like, that would be the red flag.
0: How long have you been married?
3: Ten years. Oh, like dang! We've been together. We've been together ten. We've been married for five.
0: Mm. How many years yeah. of that was he a bum?
1: Like the first three, four. Then you shine yeah. him into that diamond. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, we were like when well, we were going to get married, and you know the thing started kind of falling into place. Luckily, I know it doesn't happen for everyone, but. All
0: right. yeah. Well, this is a this is a story of redemption. So like thank it. you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's time
1: for happy hour, focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you.
0: So this is about the Florence Police Department, and they were out helping fire an EMS when they got a call to go to an elderly gentleman's home to help him out. He was having some medical issues, and of course, everybody shows up. Mm. Well, as they were at this house, and this was on the overnight shift, well, there was a few police officers there who noticed that the man's yard had fallen into a bit of disarray. They learned that his wife was in the hospital sick, and not only was he having medical issues, so was his wife, and there was just no time to get out there and work on the lawn. Plus, he was an older gentleman who couldn't get out in the heat and do it. Well, they were working the overnight shift, and Hunter Jacobs, Michael Staniland, Andrew Fields, and McKeon Cook decided after they got off their late night shift, they were all going to run home, grab whatever they could grab, rakes, hedge clippers, mowers, whatever they had, and go back to this gentleman's house. Now, they said, we did not want to do this for any recognition whatsoever because they feel like that's the only reason people do stuff like this nowadays. Not wrong. They're not. And they said, we really wanted to do it because police, I love this line right here. Police have been doing this forever without getting credit for it. And I just love the fact that, of course, now we are seeing it, but now is probably a time where we do need to see stories like that. And they said, look, we saw that this gentleman's yard was in rough shape. We could tell that he was embarrassed to even have us come to his house. So we thought, what better way to maybe help with his, with his health than to get his yard looking nice for when he comes home from the hospital. Jeez. Isn't that unbelievable?
1: You know, there's a couple guys I follow on social media that are like lawn dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And they'll go to people's houses. And I'm always surprised at, you know, like these yards will look will look like hell. I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. Right. But it's almost always something small, whether or not it's a health issue for some, yeah. or it's just I didn't have enough money to get a lawnmower or something like that.
0: Gas for the lawnmower, whatever.
1: And it's these little things that people just stepping up and doing something in their community mm-hmm. to brighten up their community and leave it better than when they found it yep. and the impact that that can have.
0: I mean, this is unbelievable, right here. And think about how tired these guys must have been, yeah. after working an overnight shift as police officers. But they still, that morning, brought all the lawn stuff they could find, and and they didn't just mow. I mean, they were raking, they mm-hmm. were edge clipping, they're doing, they're edging, doing everything, and they're just, they're just good dudes, man. And they, I love the fact that they said cops have been doing this forever,
1: and we need to hear about that more because you turn on the news, man, you see the worst of the worst, and yeah. you just think to yourself. Is anybody out there doing any good?
0: You forget that this is going on out there.
1: And that's the bummer of it, man, because this isn't as sexy as, you know, blood and guts and all that stuff and, you know, political people at each other's throats. There's good people out there doing good things. We just don't get it.
0: I think it is sexy. We got to do it here. That's why we'll do it every single day, man. We'll shine a light on it all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour.
1: Kelly and Wood's Small Town
0: Salute. Sarah sent this one to us and wants us to say good morning to everybody listening in St. Rosa, Minnesota, population... 56. Well, they're about to
1: be a whole lot busier this weekend. That's because it's the annual parish festival where they're expecting up to 1,000 people and they've ordered 28 kegs.
0: I know Mayor John Arnzen is ready for that population explosion. And that's why St. Rosa, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your
1: small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning.
0: Kelly and Wood. We got your trash flash on the way in just a couple of minutes with Kelly and Wood
1: in the morning. I want an apology from you.
0: Why? What I do now? We just got together this morning.
1: I know, but for you, for a long while, I have been mocked for my fear of water that I cannot see the bottom of. Maybe lightly made
0: fun of. I mean, there's lakes every time you turn around. So yes, you are going to get a little mocked when you won't go into lakes.
1: Well, there's a reason. Now, to be fair, this story. Is all the way down in Mississippi.
0: Ah, yes. M I crooked letter, crooked letter I.
1: But the third largest alligator in American history was caught the other day. All right. 14 feet,
0: Bullshit.
1: three inches. That's a big one. Weighed in at 802 and a half pounds. Golly. It took four grown men to, as they call it in the article here, harvest this thing. As it was captured, shot, and then drug in, it had to be weighed by forklift.
0: That is insane. You know, I, I was watching a, a marathon of swamp people the other day. Mm-hmm. Which,
1: by the way, thank you so much for stopping the accent.
0: Well, I, I'll bring a bag if you want me to. I shooting on shoot them alligators.
1: That <laughs> so. one's on me.
0: Shoot him. Shoot him. But no, like a huge alligator on that show would be like 11, 12 at the absolute moment. Right. The 12 footers are extremely rare.
1: And so you can imagine, 14 feet. Now, it kind of got me a little interested. Shoot him! I checked out the largest alligator ever caught. Came from Alabama.
0: Oh, yeah, down there in Alabama. They got the big gator there.
1: The now. Stokes alligator.
0: How long that alligator was?
1: 15 feet, 9 inches. Oh,
0: Lord, that must have mercy. That's a long alligator.
1: Yeah. And they, I mean, like, you see some of these, like, the second largest one was 15 feet. And the only reason they found this one is because it was eating cattle. Jeez. On the farm that it had found its way into a swamp.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So just to give you an idea, the thing was eating cattle.
0: Yeah, when they when they shoot the alligators on swamp people, yeah. I, I don't feel any Pain for that Like alli- I don't feel sad for that alligator for some reason because they sound like just absolute terrors to anything they come in contact
1: with. Well, they're killing machines. I mean, y- they are honest to god dinosaurs.
0: Right, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred percent. They dinosaurs.
1: They were around during T. Rex and Brontosaurus and all that stuff. Alligators were a part of the thing. Shoot them. Shoot them in the head. So, I again- Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I want my apology because I can guarantee you the wood will never be bitten in water by a gator. If you are, I'll shoot them. If he makes his way into land, now I got a fight on my hands. Oh
0: man, I I want to go down to Louisiana <sighs> so I can talk like this about alligators to everybody and watch that show. To which everyone will look at you and go, "Why are you talking like that?" <laughs> <laughs> chew them. <laughs> Not all a right. different planet. Uh, what? All right, I offer you a sincere impo- apology. Accepted. Chew them. All right, what do we got coming up in the Trash Flash next?
1: This one actually got sent in by Brian yesterday, and it's from right here to our neighbors. Which way is it? In the neighborhood? Well, to the you'll, south? You'll have to find out. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Oh, no,
0: yeah. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the Trash Flash. We're headed to...
1: North Dakota, my friend. All right. <laughs> wow. Again, what is North Dakota? Great Plains, maybe? Okay. All right. Great Plains trash. Shout out to Schneids. He sent this one in to us on the Kelly and Wood Facebook page. All right. Well, we've got ourselves an officer who's sitting around just kind of doing his thing. That's when he saw a car that had a Bolo out. Be on the lookout. That's right. And apparently the car had been reportedly stolen. Well, as you can imagine, hey, we got to get to the bottom of this. Let's go. So the Fargo police officer hit his lights, but the car wasn't interested in stopping. That's when he took off, but the deputy decided, hey, you know what? A little too many people around. I'm not going to give chase. Well, a couple minutes later, he saw the car again. This time he decided, all right, we got a little open road here. We're gonna we're gonna try to get this person off the road. Well, that's when the driver accelerated and jumped on I-29 and started boogieing.
0: See you later.
1: In fact, at one point in time the vehicle was clocked going 106 miles per hour.
0: That'll get you there. Well, you
1: then got off the interstate, got back on the interstate going in the other direction again in high speeds. Good Lord. Authorities then tried to use stop sticks, which deflated two of the tires, but did not stop the driver. No, 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 He's Riding no, no. on rims now? On two flat tires, the driver then went across the median and started going the wrong way. <laughs> Officers continued, Chase, to try to get him to stop because at this point in time, you're a menace to society. This is scary. Well, the driver then got the car back in the correct lane and kept on cooking. That's when another trooper was able to go ahead and get the car stopped. Pit maneuver? It doesn't say. I imagine so. The driver then threw the car in reverse into the ditch where he got stuck. Finally, the chase had come to an end, and 34-year-old Cameron Black was removed from the car and arrested. Once they checked his pockets, found a little methamphetamine inside there, along with some methamphetamine paraphernalia. Well, you gotta have the paraphernalia. Well, right, I mean, what am I gonna do with meth? Yeah.
0: Just carry it.
1: He was arrested and charged with stolen vehicle, possession of meth, and other charges. Lock them up. Come on. Boy, that's
0: that's a dangerous one, man. Heck yeah, what a bum. All right. I th- I'm going to say this. This is where we're going to start the uh, scoring. Anytime you got a bolo out for you, strategy. Seems like it. Yeah. I'm going to get that 175 points mm-hmm. right there. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> oh, my. 10 points right
0: oh. there. Oh, little <laughs> got in my throat there. <clears> throat> I got the wrong paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got that. Um, not pulling over when police try to pull you over. Trash. Trashy, man. That's 150 points right there. Anytime the police had to break out the stop strips on you, you're being trashy. Big time. 175 points on that right there. Um, how about getting on, uh, riding on rims? Trashy. No tires. Mm-hmm. That's trashy. 175 points on that right there. Going the wrong direction? That's trashy. And dangerous. 150 right there. Having uh, methamphetamines on you. It's never good. Strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to get you 150 points right there. He's arrested. That's 75, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And I think that's it. That's it. Holy cow, we got close this morning. <sighs> and that was a quick story, too. Wow. Well. We don't often get this close on the quick ones, but we almost did today. But today, our gentleman, riding dirty on rims, earns himself a whopping 900 75 points Trash Sometimes Kelly finds
1: things interesting that uh, no one else does And I mean no one It's time for Maybe It's Just Me
0: I gotta be honest, it was 8.30 last night Which was when they said you would be able to see the peak of the super blue moon I went outside, I was like, what the hell is it? I didn't even see the moon last night at 8.30 Was it behind a tree or something? I think I would have seen it if it was behind a tree It was a super blue moon I'm standing out in the middle of the street like a moron Like, where the hell is the moon?
1: But there's like a blood moon, right? Right. And this well, one.
0: So what makes this a super blue moon, Would Are you ready? Okay. This may interest you. The super blue moon is when the moon is as closest to the Earth as it ever gets. And a blue moon is when there's a second full moon in a single calendar month. The next time that we'll get a super blue moon like this is not until 2037. You see, my daughter will almost be 30 the next time this happens. Mm. My son will be twenty-six, probably out there, young and swinging.
1: You're wrong. I didn't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's
0: the here's the part that I do find interesting, though. When it's when it's a super blue moon like that, the moon is about sixteen thousand miles closer to the Earth than it normally is. Sixteen thousand miles, even in space terms, isn't that nothing? I, I, it seems pretty close to me. Sixteen thousand miles. I mean, that seems. It's a lot. The moon is normally, just off the top of my head, 238,900 miles from Earth. Is that, is that off the off the top? Just off the dome. Oh, and then okay. last night, it was 2, 222,043 miles away from the Earth.
1: Lisa's backing you up. She says, I kept looking for the moon until 930. Didn't see
0: it. <laughs> right? I was like, where the hell is it? And I saw the, what made, reminded me to go outside is I saw people posting on social media, but they were all down south. So I don't know. Maybe. See, when you said super blue moon, and I yeah. wasn't paying attention right away. I thought you just meant like a really big glass of blue moon beer. Oh no, like that, a real. See, that's what I thought. I'd be interested in that for sure. Yeah, that's I what we should blue. call the super blue moon.
1: Now, OT Jim may have saved this for you, Kelly Jordan. Okay, because he texts and he says that's where the saying "once in a blue moon" comes from. Well, I didn't need
0: him to tell me that. Obviously, it makes complete sense since well, it's so rare.
1: Then why didn't you bring it to the table?
0: Because I didn't. I didn't think you brought any of us
1: mileage. Would. You brought math. I yeah, thought, but it came
0: off the dome. I didn't know any of us were dumb enough that we needed that explanation. I thought it was just common sense. Did you not just hear that? I thought when you, you said super blue moon, I thought right. you meant a big glass of beer.
1: I didn't know that you were. <laughs> I didn't well, know that you were that dumb, bro. I don't know these things. Uh, Schnei sticks in and says, "I didn't see it last night, but I did see it this morning at 4 a.m. on my way into work."
0: Right. I, I, so I leave for work usually about 3:15, and I saw it this morning. I didn't look but up, but it looked like. <laughs> 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 I can't be bothered with craning my neck upward. Correct. But it looked bright, but it didn't look any brighter. It didn't look 16,000 miles closer, that's for sure.
1: Brittany, I didn't see it as well. I looked up from 8 to 9. was okay, night. I wasn't, night. I wasn't the outside. only one. That.
0: <laughs> I was literally like, am I that stupid? I can't find the moon in the <laughs> night sky. Yeah, I and thought it's, it was going to
1: be a lot more super than that. <laughs> 1,600 miles closer or whatever. 16,000 miles so closer. So you can almost touch it. Mm-hmm. But
0: it is cool when I'm driving in so early in the mornings, and like the fields, the cornfields are lit up by the moon. That looks pretty neat. That's true. When it's a real clear night. Right. That is nice. Like a harvest moon. Don't they? Isn't that why they call it a harvest moon? Because then the farmers can get out and harvest in the light? I don't know. Either way. You're asking the wrong guys. I find all this stuff amazing. I I find space in the moon and all that amazing.
1: once in a blue moon, you come (laughs) up with something that's interesting. (laughs) Thank you, OT
0: Jim. I don't care, to be 100% honest with you. I find it interesting, and if you don't, don't listen then. Guys, leave, leave the room when I do this, if you have to. <laughs> Doesn't bother me at all, bro. I can't do that anymore. I'm glad. Go get yourself a blue moon, and I'll have oh, another have one to. for you tomorrow. And maybe only I find it interesting, and that's okay because I don't mind saying right to your face. <laughs>
1: John Kelly and Wood.
0: What you know about that minute to win it when we are joined by Brian Riley and we have 60 seconds to come up with as many things in a category as we can. The last person that gets theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins in minute to win it. Yes, sir. All right, what are we doing
1: today, Wood? All right. We're always talking about Big Brother watching us, right? Yes, always. I want to know government agencies. Oh, oh we're not baby. a political show. No, we're not.
0: I got one in the holster. I got Uh, one in the holster. And one is all? (laughs) Hey. Is it the Department of Flat Earth? That's Kelly's. That's Kelly's. All right. Are we ready? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm ready for this. Minute to win it. Government agencies. Here we go.
1: FBI. All
0: right. Now it's out of the holster. I have nothing left.
1: (laughs) What about the CDC? Okay. Ooh, good one. What about CIA? Department of Education. Okay. Can we just say a bunch of letters? Navy, Air Force, Marines? I have yeah, that's a good call. What about is NASA government or is that private? <sighs> no, it's that's government. Alright. Yeah. What about Border Patrol? There you go. Well then you could say police. Okay, Well I guess they fire. Exactly right. I mean What about uh what are the uh, dudes in the water? The um Navy? No 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 Coast Guard. Oh, oh okay. okay, yeah, Coast Guard's
0: uh, good. How about the Salvation Army? Is that... I don't think (laughs) that... No, I don't think that's it. How about the DMV? Okay. How about the Department of Defense? Okay. Department of Health? The President. DEA. Yes. Yes. I think we're just saying a bunch of letters. Shoot, I got nothing here. Homeland Security. Post Office. (laughs) (laughs)
1: The guy who thought he couldn't do it today pulled it out. Brian had like two. And one of them was president. (laughs) (laughs) That counts, right? President? Yeah, sure. Why not? The the department of
0: of the president? Wow, I didn't even think of the post office. Dang, I had him down. Right here. It's all all between the ears, boys. Yeah, between the ears. That timing was impeccable,
1: too. Uh, None of us said FCC, by the way, the government (laughs) Uh, agency that oversees us. Because Uh, we don't
0: care about the FCC, (laughs) man. I greatly do in case we're on the edge.
1: I, I abide by your rules. <laughs> Kelly and Wood.
0: Uh, Wood, so Labor Day being this weekend, mm-hmm. they did a survey of people at work and found out some things, and I want to run these past you. Okay. 45% of employees have fallen asleep at work. Done. Me too. Just the other day in that meeting, I fell asleep. Uh-huh. And everyone was making fun of me. I'm like, to hell with y'all. I've been up since 3 a.m. <laughs> And this meeting is boring, and I don't need to be in here.
1: i have fallen asleep on pretty much every
0: job I've ever had. Right. You've fallen asleep while talking to me on this job. Well, I should be more interesting. I know. It's my fault, not yours. Thank you. 22% of employees have stolen items from the office.
1: Yes. <laughs> this job? I don't think so. I mean, what am I going to steal? What, right. Like a microphone? A microphone? This mixing board? Yeah, but yeah. no. I mean, when I worked at a car dealership, I definitely stole like car logos. Yeah. Sweet. Would you make a necklace out of them? They or were damaged. <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. Move what the along. Hell? What the
0: hell are you doing? Statue with them?
1: of limitations. I'll have to Google that <laughs> later.
0: Twenty-one percent of employees have drank liquor while on the clock. Not me. No, because you don't drink. Right. I. I. There's probably been a few jobs where I've drank on the job.
1: Well, I mean, if you're considering like being out at concerts and stuff, that, that would you be,
0: have. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'll be honest with you. There was an apartment maintenance job where I would work the nightclubs the night before as a club DJ. Then get maybe five hours of sleep and show up to work just hungover as a human being could be the next day. Oh, yeah. And maybe every once in a while, a little vodka made it into my OJ. I
1: can't believe this garbage disposal didn't get fixed.
0: <laughs> I think, mean, you know what? We're going to take today kind of easy. I mean, I was, trying to do, I was trying to do too much, burning the candle at both ends. As you're over there asleep in the corner. I'm not proud of it, Wood. Mm-hmm. And then 2% of employees have taken credit for work that was done by a fellow employee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and, and by the way, you're lying. That's only 2%. Right. Now, I have gotten in trouble. Like, there's times where, we're like, you know, somebody's having a baby at work, and they'll throw together one of these baby showers. I'll admit it, Kelly. I've walked up, and I've put my name on a card. I know.
0: That's so. That's something I can see you doing.
1: You know what? I mean, who checks the card after you write it? You know right. what I mean? Exactly. No one. And I guarantee you that person got home was like, oh, wow. I didn't know those two went in together on that gift. Right. Well, Wood is a nice guy. The he is. Yeah. Well, there's
0: a tip for you, too, if you're headed into work and someone's having a baby shower. Life
1: hack. That's right. You just,
0: you just save people hundreds and hundreds of dollars. As
1: soon as uh, stuff hits the table, just walk over and look like you're kind of jostling things around and just wood, wood. on one of the cards. Boom. Done. Who knows what you got him?
0: You are a genius, my friend. Thank you.
1: And that's why you are in charge of misconnections. And this one I found actually goes way back, all the way to July 4th. But you'll understand why once we get into the meat of the story. These people are looking for love. Oh, yeah, I love We'll help them find it. Oh. It's misconnections with Kelly Wood.
0: It sure is. And this is where Wood has scoured the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but it ended up being a missed connection. We'll see, Wood, if we can't use the power of radio to thrust these two back
1: together. Oh, my. Now, this one, we got to go way back. It goes all the way back to July 4th. That's like six weeks. When this originally happened, male for female. I like to call this one Sis Boom. Ah. <laughs> I've been looking for this girl since July 4th. Naughty. You and I were both at this massive party off Lake Malax. Okay. Okay i was there i was the one who was shooting off bottle rockets out of my hands
0: yeah that's a gangster right yeah
1: Um, you were laughing at me and we chatted it up a little bit i'm pretty sure you said your name was tracy question mark question mark don't know i stepped out for a bit when those little kids came by and said they saw a rabbit in a tree I mean, that's something you just have to check out, right? I
0: guarantee he wanted to shoot a bottle rocket at it.
1: I mean, it was a long shot, but I would have been kicking myself for years if it was true, and I didn't check it out. For years? Long story short, there was no rabbits. Uh, He was duped. He was bamboozled. And thanks to me crushing about 20-something brews, I lost my phone with your number... And I also suffered a few minor burns. Wait, she actually gave him her number? Sounds like it. Yeesh. My biggest regret from that day was losing your number. I feel like we really had something going, and you obviously think a dude who blows stuff up is awesome. Ooh. So I want to catch up. No one seems to know who you were, and honestly, I upset a lot of people at that party, and many of them won't talk to me anymore. So maybe that's who you knew. Please send a picture if you think this is you.
0: Lord have mercy.
1: I love how this dude poured his heart out here, right? Mm-hmm. And still spent three lines on this rabbit in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, how I, would a rabbit even get into a tree? That's probably why he was so amazed by it. I mean, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, I think there's a rabbit in a tree, I would probably have to check this out
0: too. I wouldn't leave a pretty girl's side though. <laughs> I'd be like, why don't you snap me a photo and bring her back over here? I can come back. (laughs) I'm working on something here.
1: I'd be gobsmacked if I saw one.
0: But if anybody's going to run to look at a rabbit in the tree, it's the kind of guy who's standing there at a party, shooting on bottle
1: rockets out of his hands. Now watch it. Now you're starting to insult me personally here. I
0: know. Because you're that kind of guy. Yeah, I am. You are that dude. Hot stepper! (laughs) Wow! Now, Wood, did you make a love connection? There's no way to tell. I did my best. You did do your best, and we used all of our resources to see if we can't get this couple together. Come on. And if it doesn't work, well, we just got to keep moving on. What is this? Someone's texting in
1: their phone number. Oh, my. Call her up. There's no way I can be her. No. Well, we'll do some checking, though. Okay, anyway, we got to move on.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe this was a love connection, maybe it wasn't, but Wood will have another one for us next week. Oh. A little something we like to call misconnections. Kelly and Wood. Alright, welcome to the bonus track. It is our first break of the day, mm-hmm. and we tack it on the end of the podcast. We talked a little bit about giving a toast.
1: Yeah, weddings or some whatnot, and then we got into why Kelly Jordan likes losers. Oh
0: man, that hurts, dude. Is it true? That no, that hurts. You'll
1: yeah, understand. Yeah,
0: You'll understand what we're talking about right now. It's our bonus track. Our first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. What's the problem? You can't hear your headphones. There we go. I'm Crank them up. My little thing is a
1: little uh, a touchy.
0: Crank them up to eleven because we got work to do, my brother.
1: Eleven. You're, you're not in the chat room, by the way.
0: I know. I'm getting there. Just give me a hot. I'm done I got a lot going on over here today.
1: Have you ever forgotten something? On your way into work, and yes. then you're like, go, oh, great. I can't, I, I, I'm just not gonna, I'm, I'm junk today.
0: Yes. A belt. Sometimes when I forget oh. to put a belt on. I'm, I know, like this isn't going to be a good day. How do
1: you forget to put on a belt?
0: Because sometimes I'm bopping and skid in the morning, dude. I'm I'm greased lightning in the morning when I'm trying to get out of the house. Yeah. And sometimes the jeans fit just right when I put them on before you know they stretch out throughout the day. I got a belt I was on. Say, <laughs> you're just pulling your jeans up a solid four inches, right there. <laughs> yeah. I want you to see my belt. I'm very oh proud of my. it. Well, what'd you forget? My hat. Oh. No one cares.
1: But uh, man. My- <laughs> Superman ain't Superman without a cape. Yeah, your image. What what will what will happen to your image? People are just gonna be like, "Oh my God, look how gigantic that forehead is." Well, they're. I mean, when you're bald, how
0: do you know where the forehead ends and the rest of the head begins?
1: I still think like right there, like that's where my hair sure. used to be.
0: That it's not a lie if you believe it.
1: I was watching somebody on TV last night, and it was it was a dude. And his hairline was literally starting in the middle of his head. Oh, that's tough. Somebody's got to pull that person aside. That's tough, man. Same thing happened to Jerry Rice. I I don't Who?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, for real? Jerry Rice. No way. Uh,
1: One of the greatest NFL players of all time. Oh, wait. Wasn't it? uh, Wasn't it? uh, (laughs) Shoot. Mm Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, weren't there they like the one-two combination? Okay, I know some things. Quarterback and wide receiver, yeah. Yeah. But at the end of his playing career, he was doing like the the <laughs> braids and everything. Oh, yeah. The cornrows, and it was literally like 75% back.
0: That's Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder's hair begins in the middle of his head. He
1: I allegedly
0: has an excuse. Right. Mm. What, that he's blind? Yeah. Neither one of us believes it. No. <laughs> There's too much evidence to the contrary. How much evidence is there that he's blind? How much evidence is there he can see? Exactly. The the the, the weights of justice are clear.
1: I've literally seen the man catch something in midair but yeah. I've never seen him walk into a wall. I've seen him take a picture.
0: Hey. <laughs> what else do you need here, people? All right, should we get this mess going? I did something yesterday that's gonna irritate you. I want to get to it.
1: Oh yeah. Let's go. Huh. Ask you a quick question. Go ahead. Have you ever, in your entire life, given an honest to goodness toast?
0: Um, at a wedding, yeah. But you mean like where I stand up at a fancy dinner and say, "Yeah, hey, yeah,
1: yeah." I mean, like a wedding. Okay, you're supposed to give a toast, right?
0: Yeah, I've been but the best he's... man at well one wedding. And
1: uh, now is that a toast or is that a speech?
0: I mean, I guess it's a toast because at the end you say, "Raise your glasses," you know we're supposed to say that but it's most it's more of a speech you know yeah that's what i'm put filled with embarrassing anecdotes
1: i'm talking about you know are even a crowded room of people and you just get up and you're like hey i'd like to say a little something ting 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 i think that is one of the most knob moves you can do i did it oh, i did it for my
0: parents uh, wedding anniversary one year it was like their 40th wedding anniversary and everyone was like kelly you should give a toast you you're you know you're more used to speaking in public Oh so your God. brothers elected you to be the spokesman. Yeah. and I was like, tink, 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 tink. And I don't think they ever loved each other. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure all three of us children were accidents. They so should have divorced years ago. I don't know how we got to 40 years. Here's to you guys.
1: Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Drink it
0: up, mom and dad.
1: Not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, he's, right. he's the, right.
1: The reason I say that, I don't think I've ever given a honest-to-goodness toast. I, I, I honestly, I think it's in. I think it's rude, and I think that to give a toast, yes. Oh no, you're interrupting everyone's meal, like their conversation. No, you're not,
0: because you're bringing focus onto the reason why you've all come together. I guess so. And you say, "Hey, everybody, stop your side conversations. Let's all, for one moment, focus on the reason that we're here."
1: Now, as a wedding DJ, no, a
0: professional, yes, I am.
1: What is the worst best man speech or maid of honor speech you have ever seen? You
0: know what? You would think that you would think that the worst best man speech would have been like the best man was too drunk. And yes, that has happened. Mm-hmm. But usually like You get do it quickly. Even sometimes I'll like I'll go grab the microphone and be like, all right, that was a great speech. Oh, you hit him with the hook. Well, because like if I see that the bride's getting uncomfortable or that the groom is getting or the parents are getting uncomfortable, I'll like wait for my moment and I'll start to kind of slowly hang off to the side. Meaning like, hey, buddy, wrap it up. Like, look, I'm a many-faceted, talented guy here. No, that's
1: a good thing, man. The last thing you need is someone being a complete
0: boob. But I still remember the the best man speech that made everybody feel so awkward because the guy, it wasn't funny. It wasn't heartfelt. It was like the guy was almost writing a love letter to the groom about how sad he was that the groom was getting married and that their friendship was about to change. And I'll never forget like everyone's looking at each other cuz he's like, you know, I just I can't believe this is happening. It's like I'm I'm losing my best friend and I don't know what our future looks like together. And also I'm like, dude, this is a, the guy's marrying a woman, mind you, <laughs> and you're here penning a love letter to him as if he's going off to war and you're his girlfriend. Yeah. I was just, and it went on and on and on. And I was like, oh my God, dude. And I just, I remember the groom just like nodding his head up and down, like, oh my God, I can't even believe that this dude is giving this speech. Everybody, everybody felt awkward. I didn't know a single person there. And I was like, this is the most awkward room. You could just feel it. You know what I mean? Like, You could hear the air conditioning running, so there was like no even side conversations (laughs) happening anymore. Everyone just like, when is this dude going to wrap it up? (laughs) I'll never, ever
1: forget that. All right, here's Bruno Mars. (laughs) Everyone (laughs) everyone on the dance floor. (laughs) Except for you two guys. (laughs) You need to have a quick talk. (laughs) Now, how did you and your brothers handle the best man situation? Uh, it was just the uh, like
0: my Rotate? my best man was my friend from wow like, high school. Well, because he lived near me and no one else did, so okay. which we're not friends at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually, if I can be honest, he he was a terrible human being. All right, I, I just I, I don't know why. I, I look back, I'm like, why was I even friends with that guy?
1: Everyone has that
0: friend though. Yeah. Like he was just we had nothing in common. I just, I don't even know why we were friends. And I'm like, Hey dude, why don't you be my best man? Cool. We'll yeah. do Kevin. But I think my other brothers, it was just like, you pick the oldest one. You know what I mean? Like hmm. the next, you pick the next one that's closest in age. Oh, okay. You dig what I'm saying to you?
1: Cause I've, um, that was my big question to my dad. Like, how did you guys, cause my dad grew up with four brothers, right? Oh yeah. Well, one of four boys. How did you pick who was whom's, you know?
0: I'm guessing... Well, did you even have a best man, or was yours so quick that... No, mine was my brother. Okay. But see... You
1: only have the one, though. I have, right, one brother, and I was his, so we kind of had each other's back on that. But I was my best friend's best man as well, and I wanted to make sure I squeezed him into mine, too. He's the one who officiated our wedding. Oh, that's cool. He got ordained by, like, you know, the third eye of... You know, raw and common.
0: <laughs> I always I always feel like this is a weird conversation we're having this morning, but I always feel like the obligated, hey, I need to put you in my wedding, don't know where to put you is Usher. Mm. If you end up as an Usher at someone's wedding, you are just like, they, they. there was an argument about you being in the wedding at some point. <laughs>
1: like, That's at, my cousin. You have to. Yeah,
0: at some point, somebody did not want you in that wedding and they stuck you in Usher.
1: I don't think we even had Usher's. I mean, mean, you really literally open the doors like, "Hey, pick a spot." You know, it's like (laughs) there's two rows of seating. (laughs) This is not much, but I mean, we jammed that place full. I don't know many Vegas weddings that will have that many. Here, I've said this a hundred times over. Yeah, we were originally going to have our wedding in Minnesota. Yeah, then we had some some family stuff come up, and we decided, you know what, the hell with it. We're just going to go. We're going to do a destination wedding in Las Vegas. And I told literally every, and I meant it. If you want to come great if you don't totally get it yeah we had more people show up in Las Vegas than RSVP to come to Minnesota. I believe it. Well, there was a reason to go. The, the Wood family shows up when the <laughs> crack tables are hot. That's right, and I'm I'm glad we did it that way, man. Yeah, I look back now, and I I'm
0: always like, God, we wasted so much money on that wedding. Well, you know, with the not, COVID, not stuff, wasted, but it was. You know,
1: I think you've seen a lot more people go to smaller, more intimate type weddings
0: and, as a as a wedding professional. Oh yeah, as we've addressed on this show many times. Mm-hmm. No, I saw that a lot. I saw a lot of micro weddings where it'd be like. 40 guests. Well, do that and then party afterwards. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. 40 guests at the party even because people were just like, a lot of people were like, I don't know if this is going to get canceled. So mm. it, was, it was too hard to invite 150 people and then cancel for 150 people and then reschedule. It was, yeah, it was just tough.
1: Well, And I can tell you this, it's changed the Wood family mindset of weddings. I just didn't go to a wedding a couple months ago because I didn't go to any weddings for like four years. And I kind of yeah. thought to myself, eh. I'm kind of over it. All right, you know, I'll see you guys at something. You know, yeah. see you around. <laughs> Unless everyone's like, you want to go to Vegas? Let's go, <laughs> family.
0: Yeah. Then I'll show
1: up. Unity.
0: <laughs> I love going to weddings, though. You know, not really, I mean, not when I'm the DJ or whatever. Of course, I enjoy that. But I love going to a good wedding, man. I can't stand it. And just hanging out and, you know, maybe getting on the dance floor and kind of...
1: Uh. Uh, but you're a dancer. Hey,
0: I sure am. Voted best dancer, Patrick Henry High School, 1994. Don't think that was a practical <laughs> joke. But <laughs> no, hey, you didn't know my moves. No, I didn't. You know my glory, but not my story. Oh man, last day of August. Can you believe that summer is over? It's not officially w- over, Jack. It'll be snowing by the end of the week. Look, you can cry in your beer about that all you want. The kids got football on tonight. I know you don't oh. care. It, it's, <laughs> This is your favorite time of year. I totally get it. This is my worst favorite time of year. The kids are going back to school. I don't like when my kids go back to school. I, I love it. I love having them around the house.
1: Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I love I love having
0: my kids around. I love going to the beach. I love all of that. Yeah, that's great. Taking the
1: boat out when it works. Get out of my house. I need a little peace and quiet. That I'm telling you, that one feeling. Now You can love your kids as much as Kelly Jordan. Yeah, right? I love my kids a lot too. Yes, but that first time you walk into your house, especially like the the schedules we work. Yeah, and you hear nothing. Ooh, that's nice. Maybe a fan running. No, nah, no, all the lights are on. though. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that is a sweet, sweet feeling. In fact, I did the grocery list with the wife last night. Yeah, because she's like, "Well, I'm going to get on the grocery store tomorrow. What do you want?"
0: Why'd she say it like that? Because she Why is talks she so sassy about going to the grocery? <laughs> so she talks to me about everything.
1: And I'm telling you, I put down 67 things for food. Yeah. I was like, "Ah, we need a pork butt. I want, you know, enchilada dip. We need chips. Is this for football? Yeah. Oh, Oh. yeah. Okay. How many people are coming over? I was like, I don't know. No one, I guess. I mean, this is this is all me, babe. I was like, I want chicken wings. I am yeah. loading up, ready to go. You should, man. You wait all year for this moment. You bet. So I'm telling you, at, uh, what, so the Gophers kick off at 7 tonight? Yeah. The I'll big bet. boy will be in front of the TV watching some football tonight. They kick off at 7? What time does that game get over? I mean, it'll take about three and a half hours.
0: It's going to be just garbage tomorrow.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have to do a little heavy lifting tomorrow. You're going to have t- terrible gas from the food
0: that I've already heard you eating, and you're not going to get to bed at a decent time.
1: Unless my bet gets sideways, then I usually turn off the TV in anger <laughs> and go to bed. Can you fall asleep, though, after
0: losing a ton of money? Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty. You're not worried easy. about making your house payment?
1: <laughs> Just close your eyes and the problems go away. The next one is a sure thing. Then when you wake up, you're
0: like, oh, Damn. <laughs> Dude, I did something yesterday that all I could think of is Wood would hate every second of this. I'm
1: not going to lie to you. That's a lot of things you do.
0: True. That is true. Mm -hmm. But I took my children to see the Charles Schultz exhibit, the creator of Charlie Brown. They're doing an exhibit of his at the Historical Society.
1: I have many questions. I have many questions. Is this this thing on? Okay. Okay. So I love Charlie Brown, of course.
0: I. What do you mean, of course?
1: Uh, of, I just I can see how you would identify with Charlie Brown. I
0: love. <laughs> you better watch what you say next. <laughs> I love Charlie Brown, and I think it is cool because I was thinking. It's like, I was talking to my daughter about this. I was like, it probably goes as far as cartoon characters go. It probably goes Mickey Mouse, Snoopy, as far as as I maybe I can Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny might be in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm I'm talking about as iconic. As you could possibly get, right? I can see that. And that dude is from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like that is so cool to me. Now he moved away as soon as he got some money and was like, "I'm getting the hell out of here, sob." He was. He was like, "I can't stand the winter. I'm gone." But the fact that, but he still would like you know stay in Minnesota in the nice weather. And then he'd head out to California. He, he'd sunburn it. Right. Exactly. Which a lot of people who have money and a job where you can travel while you do it, they do that sort of thing. But I was just like, this is so cool. And like they had all this... Uh, I didn't know that Charlie Brown was a real person in Charles Schultz's life. Charlie Brown was an art teacher that he had. Oh. And, and he asked the art teacher, he said, can I use your name for a comic strip I'm doing? I'd really like to. And he later wrote him a um, a letter apologizing. I was about for- to say, how about a check? Well, well no, he I'm sure he I am sure he cracked him off yeah. a few every once in a while. But he uh he said, I'm so sorry I've used I used your name for this comic strip. I never knew it would be so popular and, and it's probably made your life a little bit miserable being known as Charlie Brown.
1: And did you know that Linus was a real person in Charles Schultz's life? Now, Linus is the one who plays the piano, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. No, that's Schroeder. Wait, who has the... Now I'm getting confused. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. So so it was just cool to learn that all these people were like real people in Charles Schultz's life. And he was just a good Minnesota Midwestern dude taking care of his people. I, I loved it. And I was like, Wood would hate this so much because... Yeah. Charlie Brown's a loser. You hate Charlie Brown. Yeah. I mean, he is. How is he a loser? Uh, Everything you, every, the, the reasons why you don't like Charlie Brown are the reasons I love Charlie <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Which just hits so close to home, doesn't <laughs> it? Because you, you, you say that, oh, because Lucy always pulls the football, football That's away. That's exactly it. But he keeps going back. Right. You know what that shows me? A He's faith. a moron? No. Let me finish. Okay. A faith in humanity. That you, you could be burned by this world a million times, but you still show up. You still glow up, mm-hmm. as the kids say.
1: And how'd that work out for him?
0: I don't know. I mean, he had over 18,000 no, comic I'm talking, strips. I'm talking Charlie Brown. He it did, it, On his keister every single time. It never worked out for him. Mm-hmm. But he kept going back. He kept getting up. I'll tell you this. as Nobody, a kid, None of his friends even liked the guy. That's what I'm saying. His friends hated him. And that's why I love him so much. His friends hated him and he kept showing up.
1: Oh, so do
0: I identify with Charlie Brown a little bit? Possibly. But I was like, I love this character.
1: Think about what a gigantic loser he is that when he shows up, literally the first question everybody asks is, Where's your dog? Yeah. Where's the dog? And his and by the way, how does the dog have a pet?
0: The bird isn't a it's just a friend. The bird is a friend. He's not a pet. They don't live in the same. The bird lives in a tree, but he comes by to see Snoopy, and they hang out and they kick it.
1: Okay, I, I don't. I think he, I think he's a pet. But I, I will digress to you because you obviously have more knowledge. I'm the expert. I just I went. I literally just went and read up on Charles Schultz. Now I do know that in my neighborhood, when we played football, yeah. if you, for lack of a better term, chickened out holding the football on your toe, yeah, the next time they kicked you in the foot. Yeah. Or the hand or the thigh, whatever. Right. It didn't really matter. And guess what? You learned to not flinch because as soon as you uh you know, pull away, boom, it's a crappy kickoff, the other team gets the ball twenty yards ahead of But
0: this it. is different, Wood. This is a lesson in life. That's street justice. <laughs> that you gotta have now, should a Lucy have maybe caught a couple of fresh ones for constantly pulling the football away? Yes. But that wasn't Charlie Brown's style. He was just gonna be like, "All right, maybe this t- maybe this time I can have some faith in humanity and it'll work out well for me."
1: Yeah, look around, man. That works out. Now, how did your kids enjoy it? Oh, they
0: loved it. Really? Oh, absolutely. My son. Uh, I'm not even gonna say my son likes Charlie Brown because you're making fun of him. Chip off the old block. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was cool to see and it was cool to learn about this guy. Look at someone just texted in. Who is this? uh Bailey said hey Kelly Charles Schultz was my grandma's cousin holy cow did you get a little something? well <laughs> little, little. that dude like you don't realize how successful Charlie Brown was oh I mean, yeah it was in every country it was the merchandise was insane let's it, say lunch boxes at the Mall of America the 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 uh, amusement park there used to be called Camp Snoopy mm-hmm. I mean it's just I mean that dude was it he might be bigger than Prince. He might be. Oh, he, I know. Uh, th- now you're
1: now you're hurting yourself. Here. I'm just I'm just saying he might be the biggest thing to ever come out of Minnesota. Tr- Tracy in, Snoopy was an a-hole. I can I can see that too. I don't think so. Hey, he seemed honestly. Can I be honest with you? Please, Snoopy. It be nice for a change. Snoopy seems smug. He was smug. That was the whole point. You're a dog. Yeah. You know, go sleep outside. He, I, he just had a lot of pomp and circumstance for somebody who was sleeping outside. But then again, he had a pet. So the hierarchy was all not to Kimbo.
0: Joe says, I love Snoopy.
1: I did. I'm, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm, running,
0: I'm wow. running hot now. I'm running, I'm running a little hot. I got to calm her down. Now myself, I was a Calvin and Hobbes
1: kid. Calvin and Hobbes was great. Now it- I identified more with that though. The The smart mouth, screwing off in school, right. barely getting by. I identified with that. Right. So maybe that just kind of shows you the difference of us. Right. I identify with the loser who everyone hates him. And I identify with the kid who was constantly in the principal's office <laughs> and having his parents wonder why they really <laughs> dip their toe into the child birthing area. Uh, Love you, Mama, Dad. Uh, should we do some history? Come on. Uh, Linus had the blanket and was Lucy's brother, according to the text. Oh, yeah. Lucy Van Pelt was her name. Okay. I learned that yet. I didn't know they had
0: last names. Really? Yeah. And it was Linus Van Pelt. What was, was Pigpen's last name? I, I think Pigpen was his name. Was he? And I am not joking. I'm because not being first, mean. the first time that Charlie Brown met Pigpen... Dude, I learned so much yesterday. The first time that Charlie Brown met Pigpen, he said, I have a lot of names. And he said, well, what do people call you the most? He said, Pigpen. Was he homeless? He just dirty. Okay. Yeah, parents didn't care about him. Mine's not nice. Let him leave the house just looking
1: filthy. That's the kid you should identify done. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't think we ever saw Charlie Brown's parents, so that's really his parents I should identify with. Fair point. <laughs> Showing up eating corn. This is getting this is getting too sad. <laughs> when I'm when I'm envying the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving meal, that's <laughs> when you know it's bad. Like, damn, I love toast and popcorn for Thanksgiving. It was on this day in 1987, Wood. Hey, welcome on Club MTV debuted on MTV, and I love that show. I think it was on there for like a decade or something. It was on for a long time. I don't even remember that show. Dude, I would tune in religiously to watch Club MTV. Was it on at night or
1: something? I don't
0: even remember, but hmm. I just know that I, if it was on, man, and I saw it on the little menu screen or whatever, or on the little scrolling uh, TV guide... You were clicking? I I was like, I got to watch Club MTV. What are all the hot tracks that are out right now? Come on. Um, And then being too young to even like, you know, I was probably, shoot, 87. I don't even know how old I was. Eight?
1: Understanding any of the
0: lyrics? Right. I was just, oh, man, I loved it back then. Uh, It was on this day in 1997. We have reports from Paris. The Diana, Princess of Wales, has been killed in a car accident. We learned in America that a car accident in a Paris tunnel killed Princess Diana.
1: 1997, huh? Yep. I remember that so vividly. And then, of course, El- Elton John didn't make any money off Candle in the Wind, right? I think he donated all
0: that. He money. probably donated it. He didn't really need the money. Well, right. And it was just a remake. I mean, he already had the song written. He just changed it up a couple of the Goodbye, England's Rose. Yes.
1: But he still and I think that brought up about some like paparazzi laws. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories behind Princess Diana. That the royal family that the royal family actually had her killed. It had nothing to do with paparazzi. Right. So I well, uh, and then, yeah. believe what you want.
1: Well, and that's the thing, you know. The the more and more we start to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is it out of the realm of possibility? I would say no. Oh,
0: hell no. I dude, that family seems as crooked as a three dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Um on this day in two thousand nine. <laughs> Disney acquires Marvel for a whopping $4 billion.
1: Now, as we talked about yesterday in the... Marvel was really struggling there for a long time.
0: Right. And what is it they offered them? Are they only wanting Spider-Man, right? Sony.
1: Sony wanted to okay. buy Spider-Man. And Marvel said, well, what if you buy everything as one package deal? Sony said, no, we just want Spider-Man. And it would have been something like pennies on the dollar yeah. to acquire everything oh, else. crazy. And it wasn't until the Iron Man movie, which, by the way, was not like a, oh, no doubt, let's go ahead and make this. There was a lot of things that got hung up in making that. And then Robert Downey Jr., now if you remember before, like now you think Robert Downey Jr., one of the world's biggest movie stars, right? Right. Back then, he was still coming off of everything. He was...
0: Well, he was a drug addict. He was... In,
1: In fact, they would not pay him his entire salary because they were worried if they gave him his whole salary up front... He would go on a bender and disappear.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: So instead, they're like, we'll give you little installments on it, and we'll give you a piece of the back end. And sure enough, that obviously worked out bonkers for him. And now Marvel, I mean, that's probably just about as big as Disney as anything. You go to Disney World, Disneyland. Man, Marvel is the attraction.
0: They did it right, didn't they?
1: They really did. And there were a lot of fun movies built in there.
0: Uh, Speaking of uh, big celebrities, well, used to be anyway, uh, celebrating a birthday today.
1: Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth?
0: Man, he was the it guy for the longest time. Big time. Did did they ever make that new Rush Hour? Did that kind of die on the vine? I don't know. Or did they put it out and we don't even know if it exists or not? The fan fervor didn't take over? (laughs) Yeah. But he was also good in The Fifth Element, too. Oh, he was great. We just watched that with the kids the other day. Really? The Fifth Element, Hold yeah. up. I think so. My kids are kind of bored with it.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, but he's got to be, I'm going to say 50 even today.
0: Ah, uh, you're close. <clears throat> not close enough, though. He is the ripe old age of 52 today. I was going to say 51. Also celebrating a birthday today.
1: It's the kill you loved, not me. I made you a very rich man doing exactly what you loved. Now get out of here. Richard Gere
0: celebrating a birthday today.
1: What about a, you want to talk about a dude who was the guy? Oh man, I'm telling you, in the 90s? In the 80s there, with Officer and a Gentleman, yeah. uh, the Pelican Brief was a big one, Pretty Woman obviously there. Right? I mean, he was the dude. I have no idea how old he is though, because he looked like 60 then, right? He's
0: always, I think he's always had like salt and pepper hair, so he's always looked kind of, he's like, he's like Steve Martin. Steve Martin has always looked old.
1: And, and honestly, Richard Gere always looks like a accountant. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I no, I'm i going to say 81 today. Dang. Well, if a, he was 60 back then. He's only 74. Oh, okay. So he added a few years for him there. All right. Well, sorry.
0: Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.